Yo, 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 we back, we back, we back And y'all already know how the fuck it going down At the Kane is Able Podcast, man I'm back again And this time I decided to have me a whole slew of guests on this motherfucker Because I got a lot of topics that I want to touch And I want a lot of different perspectives on them So today joining me, of course, back again is my guy Philly How you doing, baby boy? Chilling, chilling, man How about yourself, my I'm brother? I'm cooling, man I see you was just out there in Colorado, man How was it? Uh, on the wood where it was all good Wait, wait, of- wait, you don't see everybody else at? Uh, not many people, unfortunately, <laughs> but I was there. The weed was there. The edibles were there. Sound like a good time. Yeah, like it was a good fun. time. It was fun. And and, and with you, uh, you brought your brother <laughs> from another. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm gonna let you do the honors and introduce your brother today and uh, do that for me. Uh, there's a guy that I know from my neighborhood, Penrose, of course. A guy named Matt. He's kind of in my shadow. Follows me around everywhere. Nah, I'm fucking with you. Nah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's my man, Matt. We grew up together, man, from Penrose, from like you know Sandbox to now. Southwest Lookaway. Southwest no look, yeah, PRG. <laughs> Southwest no look, PRG. That's my brother, man. Like forever, got him down here, fucking with Carolina, fucking with you on the show. So, Appreciate it. Appreciate you, know. you, Matt. How you doing, my brother? Uh, tired, man. Yeah, you been traveling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just got back from LA and been home, and now I'm out here running around. You know how it go. I already know, man. And of course, y'all know the lovely, angelic voice that make you wanna. Just do stuff when you hear Miss Yolanda is here as well. Hi. <laughs> yeah, that cat be purring. <laughs> that cat be purring. I love it. Um, so today, man, like I say, we have a guest, um, Matt. Um, Matt also has a podcast. Um, Matt, could you, uh, you know, intro your podcast and let us know how it going down over there? Oh uh, yeah, man. TRPE, realest podcast ever, biggest organic podcast in Philadelphia. Um, shout out Chad. He not here. Chad might come down later this week too. Come on, Chad. Come um, but uh, yeah, man. Me and my me and my bro Chad started a podcast five years ago. Actually, this week. Nice, nice, nice. The fifth anniversary will be this week. Congrats, but we doing congrats. our fifth anniversary show on February sixth. Nice, so, nice. Um, I see that you guys interviewed uh. Crip Mac, not this fight fight Crip. Yeah, did I believe you find me? Um, and and then he kind of popped up out of nowhere, like. But I saw the interview, bro, and I saw uh, he had a lot of energy. Yeah, hey, Crip Mac is. You should have seen him before the mics got cut. The nigga was trying to rumble me in the parking lot. For real, I, I was gonna yeah. ask you what, what that interview yeah. was like, bro. He them them gang like they like. When you when you solid bigger and lift weights and shit, he seen me. He was like, "Oh shit, you solid? Come on, let's go on the alley." I'm like, "No, nigga, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong?" He's trying to put him on the hood, yeah, on the yeah. set. He's trying to put him on the set, yeah, like he did. What is it, Chris? Yeah, yeah. fight back, Chris. Yeah. Fight back, yeah. Chris. Yeah. He 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 was high energy. It was it was definitely fun interviewing him. You know what I mean? Because he don't he don't give a fuck. Don't give, I see that. Yeah, he nigga had what OEs or some shit. Old English. That's they shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what he said? What was the crypt juice? Oh, uh, <laughs> five <laughs> shots of. Bombay and five shots of basically Kool Aid, Calypso, and, and that, yeah, Calypso. and that makes the Crip juice. I'm like, the juice does nothing if you got five shots of juice and five shots of liquor. But yeah, Crip yeah. Mac was funny as shit, man. Shout out to him. What What was probably uh, out of the five years the, the most interesting or the best person you interviewed? Shit, you right think? here, Jules. Philly? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Believe that. Yeah, you you weren't top nigga. The only <laughs> nigga to call in from fucking Qatar, dog. I was the best interview, but besides me, who was it? Um, best interview. Besides Omar me. Tate was was a really good interview. He was chef of the year in Time Magazine. Okay. He was really, really good. Um, one of my favorite interviews was Morgan Cephas. She's a state uh, representative, her and Councilman Curtis Jones. That was a fly interview. And on some funny shit, I'm trying to think. 
Crip Mac was funny. Spank was hilarious. His first joint. Gotta explain who Spank is. Spank tours with Kev, Kevin Hart. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. yeah. He was funny as shit. The joint with AO was hilarious. Um, Aaron Owens from Streetball. And one. And one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he be. Uh, Ali Mo. No. He looked like him, but looked like from Philly. Okay. Yeah, yeah, from Philly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A- A- Alamo is from uh, some the, part of New York. The Black York. Widow. Yeah, he's from some part of New York. Um, yeah. Chris yeah. Gotti. Oh, shit. The Chris Gotti, Gotti interview was yeah, Gotti little brother, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, older brother. Older brother. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. He was the one that got them started in the whole murdering shit. Mm. Yeah, Gotti interview was, was excellent. Yeah, that was probably the best John. That oh. or Omar Tate. Sad. That crew, Matt, I, I had to watch that like three times. Yeah, I mean, if you like ridiculousness, <laughs> you're going to love Crip Mac. But I like them interviews where we can get a little deeper into yeah. like stories and backgrounds and mm. everything else. That's why, I'm me personally, I don't really like the rappers. I like executives, yeah. money movers, motherfuckers like that. Because they don't the want to talk and yeah. tell their story. Rappers is just... Everything you ask, I'm from the trenches. You know, yeah, it's I'm just yeah, yeah, I got out the mud. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to hear this shit over and over again for two hours. Yeah. But yeah, that's cool. That's what's up, man. Um, again, if y'all didn't hear, it's the realest podcast ever. Um, T R P E is the acronym. So you know, if you don't go follow, go listen in. Um, you guys also have like uh something that subscribers can subscribe Patreon. And all oh yeah, that. yeah, we started a Patreon early this year. Um. The Patreon exploded. Like, it, it, it fucked us up. Like, when we started right. it, it was just like, oh, we're going to charge. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. a, a monthly fee, like a premium. And we're going to see. And you get to the point where you look up and you see hundreds of people on this show. And you're like, yo, these people are crazy. But it's yeah. like, yeah, no, they love us because it's like we started getting into, like, credit building and all of mm-hmm. that type stuff. Good content. People hitting us like, yo, my credit improved this much. I was able to get a proof of this. I was able to get this back in for this, you know, move. And it's just... You know, people are just like, where else you going to go where you can get a Crip Mac interview, hear state representatives, hear real live, mm-hmm. you know, big time. We got uh, uh, civil rights workers. I mean, nice. civil rights. Uh, <laughs> social justice workers. Like, <laughs> this thing went back to the 60s. Yeah, civil rights and shit. No, we got social justice workers. Shout out Pastor Carl. We've had him on there a bunch okay. of times. That's like our brother. You know, where else you going to go where you can hear that? You can hear Crip Mac. You hear Spank and You can hear, Variety of content. you know, people telling their stories as far mm-hmm. as, you know, we've had Talib, who's one of the largest party promoters from Philly, telling you about the old school party scene, you know, having this person, having that person. Then at the same time, we can help you build your own shit and tell yeah. you our stories and our journeys. And, you know, my weight loss thing went kind of, you know, I used to weigh 500 pounds. No. Yeah. I've lost like 230 pounds. So it's like that shit like went super viral. And, you know, it's just been a lot of stuff. Like we've done a lot of like content. Like over, 500 pounds? I was five at my heaviest. I was 509 that I remember. Damn. Yeah. That's crazy, bro. Congrats to that, yeah. man. Cause you know, you know, Pun tried to lose his hundred and shit. He croaked. I mean, as you get older, it just, you know what I'm saying? It starts, Becoming more and more, you know what I'm saying? Health and conscious I, and everything. Yeah, yeah, it's just the way it go. And I, I, me personally, it wasn't like a thing where I was just like trying to, you know, people literally like lose 10 pounds, come buy my belt, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let me show you how to, it wasn't that. It was just putting it out there to like, yo, these are the steps I went through. I did mm-hmm. this. I started doing this. I started getting more active. I started lifting weights. I started riding bikes. I remember the first time I got on a bike, a pedal bike. Like I, my, literally, my fiance bought me a pedal bike. I did like two miles mm. and was winded. Yeah. I was like, I want to get to five and I want to get to 10. So everybody went on the journey with me. Figured right. One day I did 88. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, it just becomes what you do. It's your life. Yeah. And yeah. that's the dope part about podcasts. And I think people miss is like sharing your life. Mm-hmm. And once people tap in with you, they almost need to hear where you at for the week and what you got going yeah, on. They, they what's, care. What's the next business move? What's the next game you going to? Yeah. What's the next this? What's the next that? 
So that's the dope part about podcasting. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm, I'm I'm learning all of this, man. So you know, congrats again to y'all show, man. Um, yeah, when we when we started, it was like my man Chad kind of like forced me into it. Mm. Like he was literally like our group chats roll too much for us to not put this content out there because we. We basically was like, yo, we do social commentary. Yeah. Like, what's going on in politics, the streets, fashion, music, everything. We argue about it all day, and we discuss it. And it's not just you know, nigga banter, where it's just <laughs> stupid-ass shit back and forth. Yeah, it but makes because, sense. Yeah, people really give insights, second layers, be mm-hmm. able to peel the onion back a little Got bit. You. And we started doing it, and literally, he begged me for like eight months. And I kept brushing it off. Like, right. no, 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 I don't want to do that shit. I don't, whatever, whatever. And then out of nowhere, we just, we was like, fuck it, we're going to try it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you do it. My biggest thing I tell people with podcasting is, like, it's like anything else. You have to dedicate yourself to it. Like my man B said, consistency. And, and and now that we're at the point where we're at, where it's like, you can really make a lot of money. And that's the part I'm realizing with this media shit. Like, when you're, you can literally make nine different checks off the same piece of content. Mm. And I don't think people realize that. Right. Like you can take this piece of media, you can put it on YouTube right. and get money over there. You can put it on Patreon and get money over there. Mm-hmm. You can put it on Podbeam and Satchel, get money over there. Mm-hmm. You can have clips that get sold to this or rights to get used for that. Right. You can sell merchandise where mm-hmm. like my success one is said, this is some shit I started playing around on the podcast where I would make jokes about people who like they're only successful in, in the, city. the city. Locals. Because we, we, we in Philly, everybody <laughs> thinks they're like international. It's like, you're only successful in the city. And, and it's like, motherfuckers like, yo, you should do that as a as a shirt, as it is, as it is. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, we got to deal with T Public where they do all our merch. So it was like, fuck it, we're going to put successful in the city on shirts and hoodies. They hit us the first month and was like, yeah, y'all sold 700 of them. I'm like, what? No. It's just like, yeah, like the shit is nuts. So it's like people everywhere I go, like today I was in the airport. Motherfucker like, yo, uh, where I get that? I'm like, go to officialtrp.com. All right, yeah, I'm, I'm, I need that in a couple colors. It's just, uh, it's, I don't know. Just the, the silliest shit just catches on. Yeah. You know, I, I think I think I got on the poor stories and war stories shirt right now. But it's like, yeah, like we made a joke that niggas only got poor stories yeah, and war, war stories. stories. So it's a shirt with food stamps and fucking <laughs> bullets, and it's just that shit start. It's the nut. It's the craziest shit. But it's like you can really make real live revenue mm-hmm. from all these different things. But the reality of it is, you can only monetize consistency. Yeah, it's the only thing you because people, if you do a show every Monday, you miss a Monday, motherfuckers is on something else. Yeah, facts. facts. So it's just the truth. It's like the rap game. It's like yeah. the crack game for real, for real. <laughs> Seriously, you got weed out, motherfucker. Call you for the weed, and you don't answer the phone. They on to the next nigga. That's right. You ain't gonna believe this, oh, but uh, you, you, you can speak on that, huh? Motherfucker, call you. Ho, ho, seriously, ho, 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 you ho. call the weed man. Weed man ain't got no weed. Motherfucker, he call you back for the music. You gonna believe this? Yeah. <laughs> I got a new nigga. I don't even yeah, need to know. Don't need no more. Yeah, yeah. It's good knowing you, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> Hope you sell that weed. <laughs> that shit is crazy, but the podcasting thing is definitely it's getting a little over saturated with mm. the nonsense. Just because you got people like the crack shit, the music shit that just see the success from certain things and they jump into it. Right. You know, oh shit, they did this, I'm going to do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like our first live show, we sold that joint out. I'm going to say it took us two months mm-hmm. to get all the tickets going and we started pumping it early, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. from what it was. And I'm, I think, what was the tickets for our first show? Like $30? like 35 30, $33, $35. We did it at Punchline and the room hold... Uh, I think it was that room was two forty five, and it took us like 
month and a half, two months, but we weren't where we are now. now. Gotcha. Where we are now, where we just got like solid content four times a week. We mm-hmm. know what we're doing. We invested all our own money. We own all our own equipment. This and the third. We did our last show. We did at an art gallery. Hundred dollar right. tickets. Mm. Two hundred tickets. Sold it in three days. Wow. Put it up Thursday. It was go- literally when the, the first VIP Jones was going in thir- fifteen. He was calling me snapping. <laughs> He's like, "Yo, this shit not working." I'm like, "No, nigga, it's it's working." <laughs> you just ain't get the fuck yeah, through it. Yeah, get the entire. Yeah. So it's just it's it's dope to be here, but like it's it's work. It's work. Yeah. And I think people be missing that because they look at podcasts and like, oh, it's easy. I just cut the mic on, talk with my homie, nah. two three times a month, nigga, and. Nah, I thought gonna, I thought the same thing. Um, when nah. D bought me on to do uh, the snowfall, mm-hmm. snowfall. So I thought, yeah, I was gonna come in. This nigga had notes and a notepad, and he had every scene from the show written down. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm tripping. <laughs> I'm tripping. Next time I came, I had my whole note section in my iPhone, and I said, so now next time he was like, damn, how many times you say you watch the show? I said, yeah, I watched it like five times before I came. Like, damn, damn, nigga. I was like, yeah, nigga, you over there, goddamn, looking like goddamn uh, Charlotte E. Webb. <laughs> Charlotte E. Webb. I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> They're making me look bad on this motherfucker. Yeah, I already stuttered and shit. You got me stuttering and you got all these damn notes. I'm not seen by seeing this shit, but I definitely get it. Take consistency, consistency, hard work, dedication. So, all um, right, hey, man, yeah, you know it. You know it. You know it. Yeah. I got, you know I pop my shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, yeah, you got to. You know, marathon continue, my nigga, but. I want to get into the meat and potatoes of this shit. Uh-huh. Why, why I asked your ass back? Because uh-huh. um, we end up our last episode, and you were saying that you needed to talk to the young lady that said she would not fuck that CAC. I did. Um, I don't believe it for a thousand dollars a week. I don't believe it. And uh, the email you sent me, you had a lot. Should, should I read the email? You can paraphrase. Ah, I paraphrase. He he basically called bullshit on everything you had said on that episode. Yeah, I told it to her face. I think it's bullshit. I think it's bullshit. She's a cool young lady, dope, but I don't believe her. That's why I'm here talking to her right now. Yeah, so um, I, y'all want to fill us in? Do y'all know what's going on? I don't. I don't have a clue. All right, so we had an episode. I think it was the the perfect side piece episode. Yeah, perfect side piece episode. So right. I want I want to know what makes a perfect side piece. I'm a nigga. I think I make a great side piece. She's a female, so I want a female perspective. Mm-hmm. So she spoke on her her marriage. Um, about you know time she caught her husband cheating and was you know a young lady text saying with my light bill money and she saw the text and said go take that bitch up money to bring <laughs> her back on. He called bullshit on that. It's another story where I asked her, well shit what if a, a white dude wanted to fuck you for a thousand dollars a week and all you had to do was fuck him but he gave you thousand a week. I don't need your money. I don't want your money because I'm successful. What you call Philly? Successful in the city. That's bullshit. Not you saying called- she's not, but. So, so my man sent a whole lengthy fucking synopsis of the whole interview mm-hmm. and everything. Basically, calling things for that bullshit. So, um, I want to know what you want to ask her first. What you want to ask her first? Why would you not fuck the cracker ass cracker for a thousand a week? <laughs> that's that's what the CAC is, by the way, everybody. Yeah, cracker ass cracker. So what I said was a thousand dollars a week wouldn't be worth it to me because your pussy gold. Right, and I bring home more than a thousand dollars a week myself. Right. So why would I just lower my standards for something that I'm already doing? That would be like me saying I'm going to marry Kane. Big Daddy. Right. Big Daddy. And Kane. and mm-hmm. I'm I'm already at my house paying all my bills myself, bringing home said amount of money. Mm-hmm. And him telling me, "Well, yeah, you got to come over here with me and I'm expecting you to pay half the bills with me and do X, Y, and Z." Why? It's a partnership. I understand that, but the man I was married to paid all the bills in the house. I'm I'm not doing that. But he also cheated as well, right? 
I said I caught him cheating one time. You you made it seem like he's a serial cheater. My bad. I assume. I, I'm sure it was probably more than once. That was what I caught. Mm-hmm. But when we had that situation, I said, I don't know what you promised this young lady, but apparently you did promise it to her because she's asking for it. Mm-hmm. And I would feel some kind of way if I had already sucked some dick, gave some ass, whatever. And now I'm waiting on the money and I can't get it. I'm I'm empathizing in a way. Granted, I shouldn't give a fuck. But you're a woman at the end of the that, day. Right. You sound like the perfect and, wife. And this is a little girl. <laughs> this is a little girl. This is a child. Okay. Okay, so, mother. Okay, mother. Right. So I'm like, go over there, give her what you promise her, dead that shit, bring your ass home, and that's done. And I don't want to hear nothing else about it. It sounds Cause, like bullshit. Because at, at the end of the day, when you tell her, this is what I I gave you or what I told you I was going to give you, we done. Now, that gives you no right to go out in the street and talk shit about me and what we did because I don't owe you shit. You don't owe me shit. Good point. You see what I'm saying? Does anybody cry when they get cheated on anymore? Or is yes. that over? That's done. Yes. I, I think it's... Expected, nah. nah. That's over. I'm a, I cry. I'm you cry. Gonna cry. You okay? I got feelings, dog. I'm yeah, cry. like I got, I got a cry. heart. Jesus Christ. Lie. Yeah. At this point, like, y'all be cool when y'all get cheated nah, on. You go I'm over crying. there, you drop a mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> like, that shit is amazing. I'm crying. Nigga. You, you gonna cry? I'm nigga. outside with the Jersey suit on, <laughs> the leather suit. <laughs> I'm crying. Even if she cheated, I'm crying. Like I'm sorry for making you cheat. What, what if you get caught cheating? I'm crying. Because you got family, caught? I'm a family, yeah, listen, man. I'm a family <laughs> making this paper, but I cheat. I'm crying. Like I didn't mean to do it, but I did it. Oh, your dick just fell in somebody. No, I, I had a, a weak moment. I'm going to cry. <laughs> I'm crying for me. For Are you, you crying to save the relationship or are you crying because you got caught? I'm crying because I'm hurt because I should not have done it. Your feelings don't exist no more, it seems, in, like, relationships. It's like, that's just, like, out. I don't, I don't know when that flipped, when that changed. I don't know. But it's just, like, everybody has these type Jones where it's just, like, yeah, I caught him cheating. What you do? <laughs> well, I went to the club. It's just, like, <laughs> damn, I ain't got no hey, energy to dance. My, man, my, my <laughs> man told me he was outside the crib in the car. You know that? Oh, I do remember that. Like Christmas, Thanksgiving morning. Yeah. I don't want to say no names. Yeah. <laughs> Funk Flex brother. Uh, I heard that episode. Yeah. He pulled up to the house and the girl had a uh, a child's father. He was in the house wrapping presents. And you Something about the key. He was like, I ain't say nothing to the next day over the turkey and the yams. But I said, how? yeah. yeah. yeah I, I don't know, man. I, I think if I got cheated on. I'm crying. I'm just, I I'm don't big, know. I'm boohoo crying. What was that going to solve? I'm hurt. It ain't solving what's, shit. But I got what's crying gonna solve? Yeah. I, hey, listen. To <laughs> hey, make me feel better. It's an emotion. Is, is it is it true that if you get caught cheating or you catch somebody cheating, well, you get caught cheating and you don't show no emotion, does that mean you guilty or does that mean the other person cheating? So if the person who's caught you isn't upset. Does that mean they cheating? Let's you ask think? the woman. Well, I, I mean, you could say that, definitely. Like, oh, well, she didn't take that too hard, so maybe she out here doing something too. No, I just don't show my hand. That mm. is me. I'm a Scorpio. So it's just in me to kind of be mysterious. I'm not going to let you see what I'm doing. He's coming. I, I can't keep up. I mean, it's... What you mean? The people, I don't, the, the astrology, they always throw that out and be like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it just it's natural in us to... Cheat? No. Oh. The fuck? 
Our girls be like, I can't believe I fucked five niggas this weekend. I'm such a Leo. No. You're a heel. No. Has nothing to do with that other shit. I think everybody has hoe in them. So everybody can be a cheater. Everybody can be a cheater. Everybody can be a hoe. I say it all the time. Like, not misogyny. Misogamy. Monogamy. Monogamy. Yeah. Shit sound like something at the Chinese store. Monogamy is is it's wild when you just primal instinct. It's just what it is. It's, no, it's the truth. I say it all the time. Like to do it means you've really made a commitment to somebody. Yes, like sir. that's a that's a hard body commitment to Very like hard. go out into the world with Very seven hard. billion people. people. And well, thirty-five you, billion because I ain't counting the other thirty-five. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And you doing better than <laughs> four billion of them. Shit is crazy. Somebody get the dump button ready. Yo, like, but it, I think it's all in what you put importance on. Right. Like uh, I feel like sex to a man is nothing. A man could go out here and fuck anything. But when you give your heart and your emotion to somebody, right. that's different. Right. Talk about it. So I've always known my husband to be very emotionally committed to mm. me. Right. Never with anybody else. So I've heard women say I, shit like, right. as long as you're not giving the bitch money, or you know, you hear women say, you know, he 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 bring he come here at the yeah. end of the night yeah. and all these different. What things. is money? What yeah. is dick? Like at the, at the flip side though, as a man, it's like I, I can't just like, hey, she come here every night, nigga. Yeah, so, yeah, no. yeah. Hey, because remember that dick slipped out, yeah, she put it back yeah. in. Like, I can't let her come home and be like, it's okay, babe. Like, I know the dick came out, you put it back in. Like, I'm not cool with that. Oh, God. I'm not cool yeah. with that. And I always say, I don't go to the Chinese buffet and just get rice. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a bunch of items. So, I don't, the whole monogamy thing, I'm not saying it's impossible, but nigga just turned it into an eight ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like I like low main. <laughs> I mean, let me get some of that pepper chicken. Shrimp. Let me get some chicken. You know what I'm saying? Let me get that fried chicken. Yo. Let me get the beef steak. You know what I'm saying I I don't know. I nah, I just nah. I think and I don't think relationships always end because of cheating. I think sometimes people just really get tired of each other. You know what I'm saying? Like we've been together 25 years. I'm you tired of your together. shit. I yeah, like I'm just I tired of shit. And I think nowadays it's more common and accepted to. Divorce or leave. I think the common perception is that, oh, somebody got caught cheating. No, nigga, I'm just tired. Bitch, I'm tired of you. 60% of them. Yeah, I'm, I'm tired nah. of you. You know what I'm saying? But we got to fight through. You know, our grandparents then was like, I'm, I'm well, see, the reality of it is, and I, I say to some the older people, like the yesteryear, especially mm-hmm. when you go back to the 30s, 40s, all that, they stayed because, you know, they didn't have Instagram. They yeah. didn't. They didn't have. They had five inboxes. Five yeah, DMs. yeah, there wasn't no Christian mingle. <laughs> Christian mingle was the, the church. Yeah, you, you had a motherfucking phone on the wall. Yeah, and that was it. And then, yeah. You don't work ten hours, and the only person calling is your parents. Yeah, you know, the, the, you know, the television used to <laughs> turn channels. off. Nigga. Yeah, three channels, and at, at night, all the channels ain't playing. Shit. Nigga, good night, and that you know shit used to turn and, off. So and, it's like, and women stayed back then too because they had no skill. There was nowhere to go. Nowhere to go. They, they didn't going? work. They didn't have a work skill. So how the fuck is gonna survive? So grandpa was like. Shut up! Yo. I'll be back. Yeah, and he go down the road and say, "Man, that, that, that bitch, shit. yeah, hush." I'll be back. And he go down the road and say, "Man, that, that bitch tripping." That yeah, shit different. And they used to have families like in the same little area. Yeah, and shit. yeah. Oh, I, I had a, I had a shorty on my show, bro, and she was talking about how her mm. her mom was the other woman, and the kids from the other woman, the married woman, actually hit her up. And was like, "That's not how it went. That ain't how. I don't how I remember it." You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. her mom knew. Because y'all both think two different things. And so it's like y'all, y'all were shown two different yeah. things as well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I was told the man that cheats successfully is a man that can afford both 
uh, of the people he's cheating with. How I many of Like my grandfather just passed away. You know, Garvis is so he was ninety nine, mm-hmm. and he figured he was born nineteen twenty. He's actually from down here in Monroe, North Carolina. I don't okay. know if y'all familiar with the yeah, yeah. little Harry or whatever. But he when he went to World War Two, he came home and he was just like, I can't return to the South because he was like, these white people over there were we fighting Dublin, France, Germany. They were nicer to us than. Back home. People down south. So yeah. he moved to Philadelphia, had my dad, had my aunt, and he was there ever since. But it's like, I remember my grandpa like vividly saying, it was like, yeah, I get paid. I go buy my whiskey, I buy my beer, I get a slab of bacon, and then just, you know, then she can figure out what the hell she's going to do with the rest of the <laughs> thing. Like, this nigga used to say shit like that. Yeah. Get whiskey, beer, ba- cigarettes, and, and bacon. bacon. <laughs> and then yeah. you on your own with the rest. So, and that's why I wanted so was like, like so did you look at it as he can afford it? It's just bill money, rent money, but then. With the CAC and a thousand dollars a week, it's like I think more women nowadays are more accepted to well. You ain't just gonna fuck on me for free. I'm gonna get something. But it's how only I fans mean, popping uh, uh, again. The same way I just explained, like right. Instagram and all these different things and just shit. I women legit be like, I don't want a nigga in my house twenty four seven. So they be like cool with that shit, right. especially if they getting something out of the shit. Because the reality of it is, keep it tall. These niggas be broke. These niggas be piss poor. I ain't even talking about just money. I'm talking about like conversation, mentally, oh, emotionally. Shit. Like it's just what it is. Like what can you really provide? Kevin Sam is so, in this motherfucker. Nah, I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> just keeping it real. Are, are you a worthy man? <laughs> like, no, no. I it's, mean, and everybody doesn't want to have like a living or a man there twenty four seven. Like. When you said I wouldn't do it, no, I wouldn't do it. Not for a thousand dollars. What's the number? And not because I can't provide my own means. Mm-hmm. So let's just say I didn't have any skill. I'm just out here screwing for money, right? Yeah, that's a skill. Facts. And it is. I, that that, that I, got, got right. three thousand is something that's crazy. Right. So what I'm saying is, if I could not do for myself that thousand dollars a week or whatever, or I just needed extra money, sure I would. Okay, but because I put myself in a situation to where I can make that and some, now I can be choosy about mm. what I decide to do and when I want to do it and who I want to do, do it with and what the fuck I want to put up with. You see what I'm saying? I got options now because yeah, I, 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 I got my own bread. I, I, I respect that and I get that and yeah. it makes a lot of sense. It's not like a motherfucker just has to be on a certain type of time. I right. get that. You know what I'm saying? $1,000 a week is not chump change. Not, it's not. It's not. It's not. So we can't act like a thousand dollars a week is not. What? It's not. It's like it's good money. So you wouldn't do it for a thousand a week. What's the number you would do it for? If you don't mind me asking, because you were the one before the show told us to chill, and now no, because she was saying that it's about money. It's about not doing shit for free. So okay. I'm like, fuck a CAC for a stack a week, and she was like, no. Okay, well, so uh, a maybe, stack a week, maybe five. Work. So five stacks, twenty a week, grand a month. You'll find twenty a grand a month. Sure. Okay, cool. See, you proved my point. She's got that snapping, nappy dugout. Hey. I mean, everybody got a price. You got one too. That was my point. I didn't say I didn't. Mine, right. is, mine is fifty. So, <laughs> oh, fifty what? Thousand? Fifty dollars. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, exactly. uh, yeah, yeah. What? If we got to fuck me, that's a fitted cap, man. That's facts. <laughs> that's like food. And I'm, I'm gonna give it the best nineteen minutes ever. Damn. But what we also have to consider is: Do I give up my career and how I make my money Never. to do this? No, you shouldn't. And I do this successfully for about two, three months. Then he decides, oh, well, I'm done with you. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't. I don't. I think y'all were like in two different Jones. I don't think he necessarily meant stop what you was doing for the thousand dollars a month, mm-hmm. right? Just get the extra Just bread, get the like thousand tax free cash. That's what like I the thought. Fucking cracker's going nothing like two minutes. For four grand a month, and it was an old 
like, CAC like, too. Like, like, oh, this yeah. actually happened. No, no, no. no. <laughs> she didn't do it. It was hypothetical. No, I thought it was like some, no, some guy no. came at you. No, no, like, no, oh, no okay. I'm not going to try her. Like, no, nah, oh, this happen. is just pointless. Then. I thought it was this was an no. actual situation that happened. What, what happened is she's like successful, had shit going for herself, a couple businesses, properties, uh-huh. all that shit. And she was saying she like is a boss woman. She got X amount of thousands and a daughter and all this shit. So she was saying she ain't fucking for free. So I'm like, fuck a CAC for a stack of week. She's like, no, I wouldn't do that. And I'm like, well, you said it's all about business and making money and all that type shit. So, you know. Yeah, I mean, like she said, though, if you're in certain situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, don't know. I agree with that. See, like, talking to her in person is different than emailing. You know what I'm saying? So right now, I believe her. Hey, you're a freak for sending an email. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying it, it was feedback on the show. Yeah, I feel so, like. so, so you don't call bullshit no more? Nah. Honestly, seeing her face to face, I believe her now. So I apologize for calling you a bullshitter on that. Apology. Yeah, I believe I, you. You seem believable. It seemed legit, right? Like, I don't be trusting these hoes, but I, <laughs> but her. Yeah, 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 <laughs> seems like an upstanding yeah, woman. Yeah, I believe about her business. Yeah. Nice, personable. I believe her. Yeah. What was that last word? Personable. I am. Okay. Now, I mean, I, growth has come into play because I will be honest. I'm 45 years oh, old. So you have fought for a thousand a week before. I ain't going to say a 1000 a week, but I done got paid for it. Yes, I have. So in my 20s, I will say I was not shit. And you I, were finding yourself. Don't don't put yourself down. Well, I yes, I was finding myself, mm. but I also had some legit I had to work out with myself too. So okay. I didn't know my value and I did not know how to use my uh <laughs> Use what you got to get what you want. <laughs> oh shit! You know what? Make the I, money. Let the I, money make you. But however, over time, you. however, over time, I was able to discover like the art of the woman and finessing, and you know the right way to do things. To you know, finessing. That, that's that's a word. yeah. That that word is just. Uh, I was with you. Till we you all said that. we all finesse people. I don't. I'm up front. So you mean to tell me you don't go on a job interview and you're interviewed by, let's say, a panel I'm of... I'm me. You see me? I got a Sony. Look at my hair. I don't like... So are you going to be honest with them or are you going to do a little finessing? I'm going to be honest because it's going to come out in the wash. If I bullshit now, you're going to find out three months, six months, nine months. I'm going to tell you up front. I don't know I'm how to lazy. do this shit. I'm kind of lazy, but I'm smart. So I'm going to figure it out, but I'm not going to like give you my all. So you want to hire me? Cool. If you don't, I'll go somewhere else. But I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I care about this job. I love it. I die for this shit. I won't. I'm here for the check. It was funny. When I went on the last job that you ever went on 13 different years ago, I remember a guy, he was like, so what made you, like, want to do this? And the I'm money. like, honestly, y'all called me. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. simple. Other motherfuckers ain't called me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, he was like, yeah, that's real shit I heard. I'm going to hire you, right? He hired you. There's <laughs> honesty in finessing. I'm just saying. No, because you, you have to. You like, have to. Uh, you have to make things sound appealing. You have to. Come on now, getting dressed every day is a part of finesse. I do that for myself. Right. It's not for the women. It's for me. I like to wear clothes and sneakers for me. If right. you happen to like it, right. that's a bonus. But for me, I want to look a certain way. Right. Yeah, I, I went cologne. To... The girl today at the at the Seven Eleven. She was like, "Is that you smelling like that?" I'm like, "Yeah." She was like, "Yeah, cologne's amazing." I'm like, "I like cologne." Yeah, like it's just, but I don't really wear it on some like. I'm gonna get me a bitch today. I don't want you to get too close to me. Yeah. But like, but I like smelling. <laughs> yeah. they, like I just don't like anybody being too close. But it's just, I don't know. It's it's my thing. But I don't necessarily be on the. Oh no, I need the. the room to fill this I, mean, I, I think that's just how it works I think everybody just has their own twist like Drake that, said right. do it for yourself because men never notice like do it for yourself like yeah. finessing is like 
backhanded. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to sneak. I'm trying to get one over on you. Like I'm not yeah. a finesser. That's yeah, we like, do we do a finesser of the year where we do yeah, our it's award. Not a good, like, you know what I'm saying? This year it went to Joe Biden. Finesse, Shout out Joe Biden for <laughs> lifetime finesser award. He you know definitely finessed us. Yeah. So yeah. just say that you have a, a skill set, but a finesser to me brings down your value as a person because it's like, damn man, Yolanda, she be finessing niggas. Like that's not cool. Not she builds niggas up. She's friendly. She she finesse niggas. It's like now I'm well, I up. used to finesse them, and now I, I do think that's what she up. was. What well, she was saying, like when she right, was twenty. Yeah. As so so when now. I was twenty, that's what I did. But now you're and now I'm more empowering. Them. See, and, I like that. Yeah. When, when so. you were twenty, were you down here or were you still in New York? Um, actually, I was in Virginia. Virginia, what part? Uh, the Tidewater area. Tidewater, Norfolk, North Virginia Beach, yeah. Chesapeake, uh, Chesapeake Hampton Road. Yeah. Yeah. She, she had military niggas probably. Yeah. 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 First and 15th? Military niggas ain't had no money. First, no, I just said if you was in Virginia Beach. Uh, if you was in Virginia Beach, Beach you probably yeah. was, you know, doing no. this and that. Oh, okay. Hustlers. I mean, what, what Hanging around oh, Teddy oh, Riley and shit. Oh, Pharrell and, and the Clips. Yeah. And no, the Clips is too young. <laughs> Maganoo. Magoo. Yeah, right, right, right. No, yeah. that's my age group. Oh, she forty. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking Malice. Malice, yeah, Malice is up there. Yeah. No Malice. Remember he on yeah. Kirk yeah, yeah, in the church. Yeah, yeah. Um, who else was there at that time? Um, uh, Timberland. Timberland, Magoo. Yeah, them guys. So <clears throat> at that time, you was finding yourself. You were finessing niggas. Did you ever find yourself in a situation where you was like, "What the fuck? I got myself into like a bad situation because you was trying to finesse." No. So you was like the, the queen finesse then. No, I just always, I never put myself in a situation to where I was going to put myself at risk for anything. Mm. Like, I always let a girl know, all right, you know who I'm with, you know mm. who I left with, this where he at. You know what I'm saying? This is before even cell phones. I think we might have like pages and stuff back then. <laughs> or or we were just getting into cell phones. But I just never put myself in that situation. Mm. So I think. I've always been smart. Oh, you got to be. You gotta be because you're gonna get up with a wet ass and that's it if you ain't. That's it. But I tell you what, sometimes it's just much easier to get that one female or however you wanna put it and she knows, hey, meet me at the bar. I'm gonna get you some wings, a couple of drinks, and that's that. Opposed to a female that, like, well, I want security and I wanna know that you're it for me and I wanna know, like, how we gonna build it. So I ain't got time for all that shit. I wanna have sex. Well, you're doing too much in the beginning. Nobody I've, wants I've, to hear all of that from the I game. think it's levels to, like, everything. Yeah, yeah. I think there are people out here, women too, who just want to fuck something tonight. Yeah. Immediately. Right now. Yeah. And don't don't call me tomorrow. And I think on the flip side, it's, it's men and it's both that want to actually have an ongoing relationship. Maybe nothing too serious, something mm-hmm. casual. You know, like what uh, Puff said, we can do this every weekend. Right. You know what I'm saying? Then there's people who want a relationship. Then there's people who looking to get married and, you know, all that. I I think it's universal. It I don't is. really think there's a because, like I said earlier, we're, we're still human. We're still human. You know what I'm saying? So, some so people what do you think you should offer her if you just want to sleep with her on the first night? Shit. Like, what do you think I she actually, should be okay I with? I actually respect the motherfucker that will go for it the first night because she acted on what it is that she wanted. Like, she ain't bullshit around. Yeah, the but bush the reality is that the those people who are on that type of time aren't looking for any type of financial. Come up or anything It's just that You'd be surprised There are women who just like Yo I'm horny But Let's, guess what I know a girl That I went to college with Let's turn this shit up She met a guy In a club she worked in She was a bartender Well a waitress um, I think it was about Two years ago uh, Openly will admit That she had a one night stand With them And they're about to get married In like three months and she will brag on social media about my one night stand lets me get married. Well, ladies, y'all should try it. No, there, there, <coughs> the reality of it There is no right or wrong way to 
spend the rest of your life with somebody. Mm-hmm. That's why I would say that match or people who go on the Bumbles and the what's the other ones? The Tom, t- Tinder and you, Plenty you, of Fish. You 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 either gonna get fucked or murdered. It's, there's no <laughs> in between on those apps. Because no one is looking for a wife or a husband on that. You, you're out of your mind. Like you can't find happily ever after. It, like You can't go get it. That's what I like. You can't go. The way you go to the supermarket, it's not a reality. It has to happen right. organically. It's mm-hmm. just what it is. Mm-hmm. So it's like homegirl had a one-night stand, mm-hmm. ended up with the guy for the rest of her life. That's not a template. Like that's not a y'all shouldn't follow that. You but, know what I'm saying? Tradition gave us the template they wanted us to have though. That, that don't mean it's right. No, but that's what I'm saying. There is no right or wrong. Right, right. It's but, just you live but, you know, life. Traditionally they say, yeah, you grow but up. There, are, there can be a lot of success success stories from one night stands. I mean, I'll take a story that I have. I met a guy at Freak Neat. No, not you. Where? Your friend. Freak Neat. You You said you met him at the Freak Freak Neat. I met him at Freak Neat in 96. What? Okay. (laughs) And, um. You definitely 45. You was at Freak Neat in 96. I'm an old. I'm old. Right. That thing's season. So I met him at Freak Neat, and he was from Texas. And he was like, fuck it, I ain't gonna see this nigga again. Right. He had money. And he said he wanted to show me and my friends a good time all weekend. Mm. And so that is definitely what he did. And from that weekend came upon a three year relationship. This wasn't Bun B, was it? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know why. I just, I just thought it was Bun. Were you it flying to Texas not. or was he flying here? Or was it both? He was flying me out. Ooh, you was getting flew out before flew out was a thing. Right. Mm. Every On weekend. TWA. I, yeah. I, I know, Every weekend. I, I know you was grinding that pepper. <laughs> I know you was grinding that pepper. So. <sighs> right. So. <laughs> So it is possible that a a, a one night stand could eventually turn also, also, into. It was a one night stand. In Freak Neat. I mean, that weekend was supposed to be. Hey, we just gonna have fun this weekend, and then we probably not gonna see each other no more. But y'all use condoms. That's not what he wanted. This conversation of course, is going off yes. the rails. <laughs> it's it's Atlanta shit. In the you beginning. <laughs> you did good. You did good. <laughs> you did good. <laughs> Cause I know some guys as as savage. It, I don't know what. Yeah, but that also that's the reason why you can't move a certain way, depending on your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Would like, you? Well, you're married, so I'm not gonna ask you. If you can ask me, I don't give a fuck. Okay. Um, if polygamy was an option to your wife or to your new boyfriend, would you accept it? Yeah. I, I, th- I think most men would. Most, I mean, I'm a man. That's like, yeah. if you can have waffles and French toast, niggas. Yeah, <laughs> give me, me up. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah, I think that's just the natural man thing to say. So now. But the reality of it is, the funny part is, is like, it, it would be too much. Okay, now you got two attitudes. Now you, you got two. Yeah, you like, that's too fucking much. You yeah. know what I'm saying? What? Your wife would not be with that. What you mean? Your wife wouldn't be with no other chick coming. No, that's what right, that, that's yeah. what I'm saying. The the, the going zones of it, with the, in theory, you mm-hmm. like oh, like even with like. But a, it is a thing though. You, so yeah, I'm sure so you're we, saying his wife would be with it, but it is a thing that people people are doing it. Yeah, but it's just like those people are nuts. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like the reality, like even when it comes down to like having threesomes and shit, it's like the theory is like, oh, this is lit. Then you actually get in and you like, mm-hmm. it's a lot of fucking work. <laughs> but like five minutes over here. <laughs> right, hold on, I'm coming over here. I ain't got my back brace. <laughs> <laughs> and then you be like, I'm about to, I'm about to. Like, no, 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 you did me. You like, shit. All right, hold on, hold on. <laughs> so you wouldn't be open to it at all. No. Damn. Damn. I'm number one or nothing. Damn. So. If two guys, I know men look at it. If two guys have sex with one woman at times, a train, 
Do y'all look if you if two guys had sex right now? Did you say that was a threesome or a train? I mean, I'm assuming it would just be a threesome. It's not the same. I I, I just know men look at it differently, like so. I was wondering from a woman's point of view. I mean, I look at it as a threesome. Not my thing, though. Mm. What about you, brother? Not my thing either. I don't. I'm, I'm a family man. I don't desire to do no shit like that. <laughs> I, I, I'm talking about your old life, man. We your ain't old no life. Freak, we ain't no freaks. We ain't having no horns. Boys just flip flopping. Yeah. I ain't never seen this man naked. I ain't never seen this man naked. So I got so, nothing but respect for this man right here. Okay, long little pimp. I'm from South Carolina. Country is fucked down here. Dollar Town. Um, Dollar, Dollar Town. Town. By way of Dollar Town. Philadelphia, Philadelphia, mm-hmm. New York, right? Mm-hmm. All of it. Well, not you, but you have lived in the South for a while. You live in the South in a while. Mm-hmm. You say your grandfather's from Monroe. Um, besides the population, besides, I guess, to the day-to-day catching buses and metro trains, all that, what's the biggest difference that you guys see? You grew up here for a long time. You too. Um, Attitude. Attitude. I can answer that. You figure I've been down Georgia, Virginia, all that shit. The the energy behind people's existence mm-hmm. is just so different down this moment. I tell you, my first couple times going to Virginia, I was just like, yo, what the fuck everybody keep talking to me for? <laughs> you think what the fuck is going like somebody gonna tell me something like yeah, just cause you up there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Philly, that shit is very, very like <sighs> Like y'all are, I've gone to parties. Like I've gone to like block parties. I've all different things where mm-hmm. they over there with they little set, the mm-hmm. they little set over here, then right. we over here with our little set, and they over there. And oh shit, what's up? I ain't coming over there because I kill one of y'all. But what's <laughs> up? Like it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. But then you come down here and everybody, you remember the chick ass I touched at the at the game? I yeah. like cold accident. Like I was fixing my we, you know, the little court side bands. I was fixing it because it went up my jacket. Right. And doing it, I like touched her ass or whatever. I'm like, oh shit, my son did that. And she was like, no, nah, but you all right, man. Where are you from? Why are you talking like that? I'm like, from Philly. And she was cool as shit, but I'm like, yo, Philly, I'd be dead already. <laughs> Should be over. Like, you know what I'm saying? Smoke just, his nut ass, man. Smoke my nut ass. He turned me to a pack, nigga. Like, that's just what it is. But, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to turn this nigga to a pack. Smoking on Matt Pack. Yeah, all because you touched the ass. Put his yeah, ass in the crazy. dirt. Yeah. I had a chick tell me she was going to give me smoke because I wouldn't buy her hookah in a, in a bar. She should. Well, they call it culture, man. Culture, brother. Shisha. Yeah, she, Shisha, my brother. She she wanted to get at you because you went by her hookah. She asked me to buy her. I was, mind you, I'm in this scumbag bar with my homies. I shouldn't be in because I'm a family man getting this pay. I don't even know why the <laughs> fuck I'm in this place. But she was like, yo, get me a hookah. I'm like, yo, sis, I don't even know you. Like, what? Like, this, this is the first interaction we had. Like, she was like, give me a hookah. And I'm like, what? I don't even fucking know you. She's like, why are you a nut? That shit might have fucking take your head off. I'm like, I gotta get the fuck out. Like, it, like yeah. <laughs> this is just, just what it is. When I was in the Navy, uh, we went up to New York for Fleet Week, is what they call it. Mm-hmm. And just walking on the sidewalk, like, you know, down south, if you, if you know you go in one direction, somebody else coming, one of y'all gonna move to the side and say, excuse me. Huh. Them motherfuckers, was like, it was like playing chicken. Yeah. Like, the niggas would literally bump you. Yeah. And, you know, down south, she's about to, and you walk by each other, you be like, hey, how you doing? They speak back. Up there. Nigga, you like, know me, nigga. The fuck? Yeah, that was it. Was a culture shock, and I, 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 I was a hothead. So I'm, I'm too. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I remember my first time in Virginia. Motherfuckers pull up, and he was like speaking to each other out the window, and it's like five cars in front of me, and they up there doing that. I'm the only one blowing the horn. What the fuck is going on, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> they just letting them talk and shit. Like this shit is crazy. Like down south is just, I don't, you know, places have caught up. Atlanta, Miami. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excuse me. It's uh, you know, it's sort of like up top. 
But when you get off into like the rural areas, it's yeah. it's way different. Way what, different. What, what's the biggest difference? You see, growing up in New York, what what borough was it? The Bronx. The Bronx. No, boogie, down. The Bronx. boogie down. Boogie down. I have family down. in the Bronx and Brooklyn. And you come down here to this slow shit. How was it for you adjusting? It was hard. It's still hard. Still I don't hard? connect with a lot of women here. And that's okay. Thought process too different? Way different. I'm a hustler. I was about to say they don't hustle enough for Mm-mm. you. Huh? And the men either. So that's why I, I'm well, not really into them. Well, downside, they just got on the scamming. So, you know, they was like, no up there. So. <laughs> Don't, don't just say that like y'all Fortune so, 500 niggas on North Shore shit. She's talking like she's talking to some Fortune 500 niggas up there. Like, no, nah, them niggas been scamming and hey, hustling. The piece has been hitting in New York. The piece has been hitting. Hey, we just got on the scam. What you want from us? We just started in the Bronx. Booster was in the Bronx. Yeah, niggas here was working. You know what I'm saying? But I get what you're saying. I'm just giving you a hard time. I get what you're saying. So. Well, you a guy got to come with the hustle when he coming to you. You got to already have that shit in him, right? right? Like you're not going to accept, hey, babe, I make fifty thousand a year. And I go to work every day, and she may if she likes him. Right, that's the vibe that I get. Right, you got to have something. Right, if she likes you, it can be less than her. But if she don't like you, got to be like right. And I mean, that's just the reality. You got to be somebody, willing to if, listen. To if, if 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 long story short, if if somebody like you, they'll put up with it. Put up with your shit. That's just what it is. Look at AB. No, I'm I'm fuck. You got that. a whole lot of money. Fuck the high level. I'm talking about just every level. Like if a chick like you, she'll do you don't care. That That's you why they be letting bum ass niggas like sleep on their couches and and drive no. their car while they're at work and all that no. type of shit because they like them. Not Never. Yolanda. Not, Never. not Yoshi. I'm saying women in general. Oh yeah. I mean, I wasn't going that mm-hmm. far, but it's like essentially, yeah, it's something about that nigga or that situation or whatever the fact that she can be the 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 the, the leader in the situation. I don't know, but people like you, they'll do just about anything. So I make more money than my friend that I have now. I make more money than he does. I'm probably going to out-earn any man I'm with. However, he is very receptive to listening to advice. Mm -hmm. I'm helping him start his own business. He does a lot of work for me, so he saves me money. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's how we kind of feed off of each other. You saw a benefit because he did a lot of work. (laughs) It's all right. Just be honest with this shit. I feel like in a relationship... (laughs) Everybody needs to be beneficial to the other party, period. If if that wasn't the case, then why are you here? Would you cheat? You holding me up from somebody else who can. Would you can. cheat? Would I cheat on him? Yeah, y'all, y'all fresh in it. So. I have no reason to cheat on him right now. He's satisfying every need at this Ooh. point. Mm-hmm. Now, when you get to the point where you ain't, okay. <laughs> B- blow it up then. Drop one of Clues bombs. <laughs> blow it up. So... I look at it like this, you know, you're happy, you're happy, you're happy. Again, like you said, and I think you feel me, you feel it. It's what you tolerate, what make you happy, it what work for you. Right. So like you said, you're not about to be paying all the bills at your crib and then come to another man can go have. You got some people that works, that works for them, that they go 50-50. You got some people that refuse to pay a bill. And you got some mm-hmm. men that refuse to let the women pay bills. It is all what works for your situation. I think what happens a lot of times is that people try to compare Another relationship to theirs and try to live up to that standard because that's what uh, who was it we talked about on the show the other day the other week um, Megan Good Megan and, good and, and her husband. you know the relationship goals I hate that shit yeah I mean it, honestly we talked about it on our show the other day they, it's like a scientific study now that if you're obsessed with the lives of celebrities you're like you have there's something wrong with you yep. mentally it's like you mm-hmm. have like a no seriously like you, a stalker type shit 
I was gonna say retardation, like something. <laughs> you in can't the, say that. Yeah, you can't, yeah. Mental illness. We call Bruh, it mentally we, challenged. You, you can't say the R word. We, hey, brother. On our show, we call it heatardation to not you know, you to satisfy. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. yeah, something mentally is wrong with you. Like, why is someone else's goal your goal, or why is someone else your goal? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like I have goals, but it's not to be. Like Jay Z or yeah, yeah, to be this person, to be that, but it, it just doesn't make sense. So it's like for your goals to be Sierra and Russell Wilson is just stupid. Your goal should be like your mom and your dad or somebody that you really know in real life. I mean not that like, you can like do the that. Entertainment stuff that like, you're realistic but, and measurable. Boom. What was it? Realistic and measurable. Oh, yeah, like yeah, tangible, something you could touch. Like my mom and my dad mm. got thirty years, and my uncle, my aunt, or my neighbor. Like, but you don't know Russell and Sierra. Like. Behind closed door shit. Yeah, you know I had a I mean? girl I worked with was like, "Yeah, that's that's my relationship with right there." Is Russell Wilson and Sierra, and it's just like, "Yo, you can't even dance, <laughs> so you can't be Russell Wilson and Sierra." Like, you don't just, have the goodies. Uh, I seen your, your guy. His hair is terrible. You don't like, have that, baby hair. That nigga does not have good. You don't hair. have baby hair. Like, yeah, like, that nigga hair is nappy and shit. Like, y'all can forget it. Like, that's just it's not realistic. It's not tangible. And I, I think black people too. We just have that. Um, I mean that's that's the the way media and all that they yeah. kind of like put that brainwash brainwash yeah. that's why I don't watch TV and we already want to be rich you know what I'm saying like wealthy wealthy and we see these wealthy people and we just think their life is so perfect like I said grand. all the time I, on a shot I think we kind of get like wrapped up in Jay Z's money too like they tell us that way too much like mm-hmm. you know black life for the most part especially on like the 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 boots the ground level. It's pretty fucked up it in is. like all these different markets, all these different areas. Philadelphia just had 560 murders this year. It's the highest drone we've ever had. Mm-hmm. All while Detroit is through the roof. Chicago. New York, Chicago, Chicago, Chicago did eight something this year. Miami, Atlanta, Louisville, you, Kentucky. You can't drive a car in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Like they taking you out, the motherfucker, mm-hmm. wherever you. It's just crazy all over the place. But then you turn around and it's like. Jay Z just made another hundred and sixty, y'all, and it's like, oh shit, oh, it's the rock, baby. Yeah, really? and, <laughs> and, and, <laughs> That's just how hey, we are. Listen, it would be no Jay Z slander while my guy B is in the room. Hey, listen, man, <laughs> I'm just telling you the reality of it. It's like we kind of get wrapped up in these numbers, black celebrity yeah, numbers, numbers yeah. all the time. Oh, Kanye's worth six billion. Oh, Oprah did this, or you know. Samuel Jackson just yep. bought a new and it just be like dog I turn around and it's like my the city I'm in is yep. just you can't go outside motherfuckers is just letting it go ever it's just that should be like yeah. troubling to me it, 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 turn it, it, around a 21 year old square head kid that heard Future say he sold 10 keys and now he go out and try to buy a goddamn ounce of powder and he get sugar all because he thought I could go get this this coke and be rich like Future I think we just want what we can't have like that's we, why I'm Qatari so I don't Subscribe to the black community issues. You little racist. Nah, I'm joking. I'm not Qatari. I'm just, you know. I, when I do like little Jones, like little applications and shit, I'd be ready to check other. I put like, white. You do? Yeah. Like, I'd be ready to do so it. So I can get a shot. I, I said I wanted my kids to have uh, not white names, but like you can't tell whether they're yeah. black or white. Oh. Yeah, you don't want like the ethnic me, Jones. That's let, like. let me tell you. So, my, you, you, is your name Kane? That's yes. his last name. It's your last name? Yeah. Really? Yeah. How do you spell it? C A I N. That's crazy as shit. That's, That's my last name. Man, we cousins. Yeah, fuck around. Man, you know cub? what I'm saying? But no, my, my my name is Matthew Kane. So I got like the whitest name on the planet. <laughs> so when I put it on Jones, I do. <laughs> that shit is real. So when I put it on paper, I, I use my middle name. My middle name is Walter. That really lays it on thick. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. So yeah, real shit. So when I I remember when I first got my job, I was down there. They had to go and do the, you had to do the IDs or whatever. Mm-hmm. So. 
my name on paper, Matthew Walter Kane. And it was a white dude in the room with me or whatever. It was just me and him. So his name is Jerome. <laughs> and the, oh, the lady came out and she had the paper and she was like walking towards us. Jerome. And she was, like, she was like, Jerome. And he stood up. And she was just like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, Rome over there. I was like, oh. <laughs> he told me I, I'm over. Matthew. Yeah. I'm Matthew. Yeah, real shit. But she walked towards me like Jerome. I was like, no, Rome, Rome over. He had a cut. I know she felt like a dickhead. Yeah. He stood up and she she looked at him, looked at me, looked at the clipper. I'm like, yeah, no, I ain't, I ain't Rome, sis. You know what I mean? Bro, I remember one time I got locked up in Atlanta, man, and home. When you get locked up in Atlanta and like you, it got like a big room with a bunch of pay phones all around the room. Mm-hmm. So you just sit there all day trying to call people to buy you out or whatever. Yeah, payphone bank. So uh, it came time for people to start going upstairs because by now you ain't getting out. And they fuck around and start calling names. You know, they call my name. I'm here. Hey, real, we got a homie that's coming. He's at the side door. If one of y'all could like let him in or something. He's right here at the side door, yeah. So they call the names and then it's like, uh, I think the dude name was like uh, Latron something. Uh-huh. Dog, tell me why the, <laughs> the motherfucker stood up, had on a, a jean dress and uh, like a halter top. And the oh, whole time, okay. I really thought like it was a, a chick, because yeah. like all the dudes on this side, all the chicks on that side, and she was over there. But when they called the name, it was a, a chick stood, I mean, a, a he that was dressed like a chick yeah. stood up. And I bring it up because I'm assuming off right. a look that's Sierra yeah. or whoever. Right. So same way they thought you was Jerome. Mm-hmm. The only difference is this motherfucker had a dick, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Yo, my man need to come get me because if I have to go get a sale with this nigga, it's gonna be a problem." Right. But anyway. Antoine is my first Motherfucking name. Motherfucking BF. What's up? What's up? Antoine BF? is my first name. Yeah. So, is that a black name? Because I ain't met an Antoine. Yeah, been named Antoine yeah, since the eighties. Antoine is a black name. Well, it's actually French. I know it's French. Yeah, you oh. better know it because when you be never mind. Uh uh-uh. uh. Don't do it. Oh, Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> no, because when you say Antoine, I ain't even gonna put your business. Yeah, I never knew Antoine was French. Yeah, I ain't going yeah, You didn't know that because the original spelling is T O I N E. Right. Like Antoine Walker. Yeah, yeah, Antoine Fish, Ivy, but mine is T W A N. You know what I'm saying? I got a, yeah, I got a cousin that's born seven days before me. His name oh, is Antoine you, you as well. De- you definitely like and a, he's, American nigga. Yeah, yeah, and he's you know how Juan is J U A N. He's T U A N. You know what I'm saying? But I I was born in the '80s. I haven't met a person named Twan born after '89. Like they don't even use that name in my own thing. Yeah, Twan's all got killed out. Yeah, Twans is pretty much. I don't know what Twans. You, you ain't lying. They, they killed them all up. It was like in the eighties, nigga. Everybody was named Antoine, and it's like they just stopped that shit. Um, Yolanda. They don't make Yolandas either. That's why I don't really go by Yolanda. Yolanda. Yeah, Yolanda's a. That's nah. a. That's when, a I, when I hear the name, Yolanda, I use my Asian name, which is what Yoshi. Oh my god! <laughs> now y'all see what I be talking about? Yeah. What? I, it's the stack might be. Stack. <laughs> I gotta bring that back. Yeah. Uh, I mean, when I hear Yolanda, I think about like big heart earrings. What's and, like, the lady? Bracelets nah, and, uh, the singer. <laughs> what well, uh, the church in lady? Nineties. Yolanda. Yolanda Adams. Yeah, Yolanda Adams. I, I, that's no, what I think. Not uh, at all. No, I definitely don't think Yolanda nah, Adams. I mean, no, uh, no. I every every Yolanda I knew in my life was, Ratchet. you know, door knockers, name in the middle. Really? Ratchet? No, they didn't have money for those. Oh, the, um, yeah, Yolanda's was pretty. Ratchet. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a, it's in the a, trenches. It's a down bad. <laughs> what's <laughs> what's DMX's song? Uh, what they really want? What, Who, what was the last name he yeah. said? Yolanda. Yolanda. Yeah, DMX yeah. made really. that song. I'm, you, I'm thinking about a ring on every finger, like thirty bracelets, like five chains. Well, gold that chain. was me in '93. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, but I've evolved. Yeah, you, you probably was tra- trafficking and all. I was not. Oh. I love, I love, I love talking to you. I don't know why, because you, you keep it real. Like you don't make it seem like you. Oh, I, I was a teacher, third grade teacher, and no, 
I mean, there's two sides of me. You gotta understand. I grew up with a my grandmother's Japanese, mm. so that's where Yoshi comes from. Mm. So what I'm saying is, I have explored different cultures. Gotcha. So I'm not the average black girl. I'm not the ratchet Yolanda. I, I've seen that side. I've been that side, but I've also been on the other side. I still I experience difficult. I experience black and nigger. Yeah, my about to say my grandmother was fat and I black, so too. I just. Yeah, I, you know, I, I don't know nothing. I'm from the South. That's all yeah. I know is black and nigga. I can cook. <sighs> you know what I'm saying? You need, you need some culture. I mean, I'm diverse now since I've been grown and you know, I was in the military. Because I, I know the first time I saw an interracial relationship, I, my jaw almost hit the ground. First time I saw like a black dude walking with a white girl in the mall. I remember dealing with a young lady who was like that. She had like a, a great, great grandmother who was like from Taiwan or so. You know, like niggas love that part of their family. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I went over her house and she had like the... The, the sword set on the... <laughs> the uh, I just call that shit the uh, katana. But, but it's like a big sword, then a medium sword, then like a... Small one. Yeah, mm-hmm. and a little knife and shit. And she had like the, the Asian... You know, they got the little... It's like a... I don't know what you call it. Like it's three or four sides to it. And they get dressed behind it. Oh, the, the is it a shade? It's not a shade, is it? Curtain? It's not yeah. a curtain. But I'm just saying, it's like, like so you get behind and you like, yeah, like, the, like, like the masseuse joint. Like the yeah, paper, like, she yeah, had the one of them joint, and, yeah. you know, little Asian figures. Was that like a wash house? Was you about to get like a no, little happy in there? but she yeah. was black, but she was like, and you know, they all call themselves like Miyaki Edis and whatever, and it just be like. Suki. Yeah, it'd be like, sis, you black. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, you a nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you don't got to do all this. Yeah. You know? or, or, or like black people like to say, I'm, I'm part Indian. Paul Mooney always says black people love their... Asian grandmother or their Mexican cousin, you know, no one loves their fat black grandmas. And it's just like, yeah, like, you know, it's just. I love both fat black grandmas. There you go. But I love the Asian one too. She was just a very peaceful woman. She was very nurturing. She taught me a lot. I'll say that. So a lot of what I've adapted as a a woman, especially a woman in business, she's taught me. Was she down here or was she up there? No, she was here. Here, okay. In the South. Mm. Right in Orangeburg. In the bird, the bird, hold up! In the bird, the hold dirty up. bird, mm-hmm. old Bella. Yeah, a lot of people don't know about the the OBGs. Man, man, listen, man, some of the best times of my life in the bird that we can't talk about. Yeah, I will not, will not, will not, will not talk about those times, brother. If you were there and you saw him, you saw him. If not, mm. yeah, my man, my man, walking the strip club at five hundred ones and throw him in thirty seconds and walk out like he just. Shocked the fucking world. It was more than 500. More than 500. I mean, I ain't gonna put your business uh, out there. Oh, yeah. See? You know, niggas. Niggas. So, what y'all get out of that? At the y'all, time, y'all it was it was a dick measuring contest. Like, oh, I'm that nigga, but now okay. I know it's dumb. But at that time, I wanted to be like the nigga with the most money at my school. Okay. But yeah. now I, I realize it was dumb. I appreciate you for acknowledging it was stupid. that. Yeah. was stupid. Yeah. It wasn't for the women. It was for the niggas. Like, nigga, you broke, nigga. Okay. But now. You remember, we was in, I was living in Atlanta. You came and visited me. I think he was coming from like Mississippi or something. Mm-hmm. And we was in, um, I think it was Onyx. Mm-hmm. And like normally, like I said, this nigga walk in quick. Fa, 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 fa. This time, this nigga standing on the wall. Gotta I'm know like, when to hold him. So you know, hold I'm him, a dickhead. So I'm like, yo, bull, what's wrong with you, bull? You ain't throwing no money. He's like, can you gotta know when to hold him and when to fold him, man. Yeah. You see these niggas and niggas that got ten trays of money, yeah, I dog. Can't, I can't fuck with that. You know, I'm dick. I'm like, so, nigga. It was an orange bird, nigga. Listen, nah. man, listen, I know my home market. I know where I'm good at. I'm good in Philly. I'm good in the bird, Atlanta. That shit different. Yeah, honestly, different. I'll be honest with you. The the, the strip club, the cl- harbor, harbor investment. No, I, I've never. I don't. I don't like how you said. What do you get out of it? I don't. It does nothing. Like, I, nothing. I don't fuck with it. At like, at it, one point in time, it was everything. It's no ri. No, it's no ri on it. Like, I throw you a thousand dollars, and I'm. Well, there could be. It could be. 
It could, could be. be. That, that is illegal, by the way, but hey, it could be. I just feel not like in Vegas. Is I not. just like I just feel like the markup on the shit is just like unbelievable. But like, when you in school, you 21, 22, you trying to put on for your city, you trying to be that nigga. You like fuck, I'm gonna throw it. Y'all gonna know me. They I mean, gonna, I, I like they gonna I, know Philly. We will commend in the Berg. Right? They still know <laughs> me in the Berg. Like they still know from what I did back in 05, 06, 07. Like that shit meant something at that time. Like. I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. Oh, it don't get, mean shit now. I'm gonna get you on poor then. stories and war stories. <laughs> hey, <laughs> like, no, it, 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 back then it meant something. We went, the, we went in the club, and, I, and everybody knows me. I don't really do the club. Like, I never really did it. Right. I, I just, it's too loud. I can't. We can't no conversation. The mm. lights. I just, I'm serious. That shit irritates the fuck. Like, he know we went. What was the joint took me to last year? Uh, stats. And I was literally like, yo, when is this? What is this over? Like, when <laughs> I'm ready to go home. Yeah, like, yeah, nigga, yeah. don't do drugs, man. If yeah, you did I, drugs, it'd be a little bit. I, listen, I it just none of it really was. You know what I'm saying, but we they gassed us all up. We was in Miami. We went to the club. And we got in and they we they had the section or whatever. And they was like, "Yo, everybody gonna get a bottle for the section." I'm just like, "Okay, cool." The waitress came like, "Let me get a bottle of Grey Goose." And she's like, "500." And I'm like, "Not a case. <laughs> I just one bottle." And she was like, "No, they 500." And I was like, "All right, cool." I pulled the Irish accent. I was like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I went got the car to valet. I went and got a, a meat lover's pizza. I was like, I'm out. Y'all tripping to this show. I, I sat right out on motherfucking, uh, on Collins, eating a pizza man. on the back of the trunk, waiting for them. <laughs> I was sitting outside the car, waiting for them. I could totally this, respect niggas come that. out, niggas come out no, sweating, hungry no, and shit. No, that's stupid money. But it's vacation. That's stupid money. On vacation, you, you can blow it. Because nah. you, you, you save up for I that I would have been right out there with him I'd be pizza. like Yo dog can I have a slice of your pizza oh, I met so many interesting people Standing yeah. out there Exactly <laughs> Shit nah, was popping nah. Nah. Like, How dog. much did it cost to get in the club I think it was like Something stupid Because we paid the cut line It was like $80 80 or $100 or whatever mm-hmm. To get in there I don't even know what the section was because I I didn't sit down in the side. Once yeah. I saw what that shit was, and now it's gotten so ridiculous with the hookah shit to where it's shisha, just shisha, whatever. Shisha, come mm-hmm. on, man. Like they literally bring you a hookah menu mm-hmm. before anything. That's more important. Than and food. it's like, all right, yeah, bring me the strawberry nigga mint double twist, whatever. <laughs> but can y'all bring me some food? It's <laughs> a fucking water. Like that shit is crazy. And just how it's like swept the entire yeah, urban up. culture mm-hmm. of just everything. It's just I literally saw a. Uh, on Thanksgiving, one of the girls I know is real. She ghetto. She, but they they posted like, <laughs> you know how they go live and shit. And she was on live at the Thanksgiving dinner. Her family, swear to God, it was more hookahs on the table than it was, <laughs> than it was dishes. I was like, what the fuck? It was eight karate championship hookahs. And they, with little bowls of mashed potatoes. And shit. Like, this is the craziest Thanksgiving ever. Smoke everywhere. I'm like, yo, I don't understand how this shit it's is a, just. It, it's a craze. That shit wow. definitely has taken over. I went to uh, Dubai in like 2006 and I saw one. I was like, man, gay niggas. Man. Niggas don't throw the hookah. <laughs> nah, shit. You can't keep me from a fucking hookah. Dog, dog, dog. Like they straight crazy. smoking crack and they, just, they don't give a fuck. They look like the Taj Mahal in the club. Hey, if it's COVID in that hookah line, no. nigga, bring me two hookahs. Dog. <laughs> hey, that's really how it is, man. But listen, so Mac, again, man, um, thank you for coming, man. Damn. You know, tell everybody where they can find your show, and uh, if they want to subscribe to your Patreon or whatever platform you on, tell them where they can find you. Social real quick, it was one question on there I was hoping he was going to ask. It was the dream interview. Oh, I, I meant to ask you that. You're right. Thank and you. And because I, I I thought about it when we was driving here, I'm like, honestly, the dream interview for me would be Phil Ivy. Who is who that? Poker player. Ah, uh, yeah, I play I play poker, but he's a black poker player who. He's worth 120 million dollars now. Got own, got his own jet, but at one point he was sleeping on Atlantic City boardwalk. And I just know, because I watch his E60, and I follow what he do. 
I want to like sit and really chop with his. You know, he had that. Well, you probably don't know, but he had this whole thing where he got sued for basically swindling twenty million out of a casino in London. He hit him for Borgata nine million in AC. Like his story is fucking insane. But he was literally he had a, a fake ID. Uh, said Jerome. Um, <laughs> another Jerome. Another Jerome. But they called him No Home Jerome because he used to sleep on Atlantic City Boardwalk and he had a fake ID that said Jerome because he was too young to get in the casino. But that's how he started playing poker. And he just started running it the fuck up. And the mm. next thing you know, you see him with Hove and Spike Lee sitting courtside and everything. And it's just like, yeah, dude, where if he had all that money in full tilt when that shit happened, the Black Friday thing, like his story is crazy. So for me, that's like the dream mm. interview. Like I'd love to sit down and I, talk to I'm just like, glad you didn't be another nigga that said Jay Z. No, it, you know, I hate Jay-Z. Yeah, everyone knows me. Knows I, I got no time for, for home and Jay-Z. $20,000 a, a lunch with Jay-Z. Oh, I'm on Jay. No, that, that, yeah. that, I love social media, what it's become. You figure we started a podcast on social media. Like, it's just, the internet is a good, Al Gore knew what he was doing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I can do my, my Google Maps. Yeah. The internet is the shit. Yeah. But when, it's like, Anything when niggas get a hold of it and they use it for bad, it's just like it plummets. You know yeah. what I'm saying? To see grown people really tell you how dinner with Jay Z is worth more than five hundred thousand dollars cash is <laughs> crazy. I can't. Bananas. I can't believe we've hit that part of the metasphere where motherfuckers is like, no, nah, because you know, dinner with hoe, you get the insight on you know this and the third, and be like, dog, Nigga, no. don't give me that five hundred grand to shake the fuck up. Like, like. <laughs> I love Meek, but Meek, Meek done had a lot of dinners with whole Meek's a buffoon. <laughs> you don't get no smarter eating salmon with Jay Z. That shit is real. I think say Meek is a buffoon. You, you just getting salmon. That's, that's it. Like dinner with Hove, you getting a ribeye, and then you going the fuck back in the house. That's you might it. Might get wagyu. Whatever. <laughs> But Jay not about to sit there and be like, look, I ain't supposed to say this. This is get me locked up for insider trading. <laughs> but like that is not about to happen. So to I see agree, people man. really, really tell you how five hundred thousand that you can literally take and start just about any Anything. business on a planet, you can do whatever like to hear people really tell you how, nah, like saying like if Hove asked me to sit down, I gotta <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's nuts. But yeah, no, Phil Ivy, I would love to talk to. Spike Lee, it's funny bringing him up because he has an interest in, uh, you know, career with the whole not getting the Oscar and the Black Klansman shit. Like, Spike Lee got a shit. But like, you listen to our show, we talk with, we've had BF on a lot of times. This is my mm -hmm. man BF. He recently moved down here from Philly and shit, doing a lot of community work. It's like, gotcha. that's the type of shit I like talking about. Like, things that go past, you know, so how old was you when you started selling crack? You know what I'm saying? It's like that simple shit. I, you yeah. know, whatever. It's like, but actually talking and giving people real life stories and insight and mm -hmm. things people didn't know. It's, it's beneficial. Beneficial shit. I, that's the shit I like doing. Not even that it's need, necessarily need to be beneficial, but just being able to tell a story from somewhere else. That Like like I said, Phil Ivey, most people don't even know who he is, I, let I alone the fact that he destroyed poker to the point where he became the best cash game poker on the planet. Mm -hmm. And he's a black dude. Like, literally, that's what got me into poker. When everybody tripped off a of moneymaker when he won the main event in 03, Phil Ivey was at the table. He actually put Phil Ivey out in, like, sixth place at the joint. But Phil Ivey had on a Steve Francis jersey. And I remember watching it, like, who the black dude? Because we wear jerseys. Yeah. I'm like, who the black dude with the Steve Francis jersey on? Mm -hmm. And that motherfucker's like, oh, that's Phil Ivey. Yeah, he's supposed to be the nicest boy out. Then you see, like, every year he's winning a bracelet in this, a bracelet in that. He's, it's crazy. He's got 10 World Series bracelets. He's never won one and hold them. 
which is like the one everybody wins in is like yeah. hold them because that's the biggest drum. But he ha he's so diverse. He has a Deuce to Seven bracelet. He has a PLO bracelet. He has an Omaha Five Five bracelet. It's just like crazy. And it's like this dude plays cash poker for hundreds of thousands of dollars, like daily. I watched this thing where he walked into the casino and literally bought him a million dollars in chips. And he bet 15 minutes, literally won 200 grand, was out, hopped back on the jet, went to a, he went to like four casinos in one day. This shit is crazy, the life he lives, but. Sound like a good ass life to me. But yeah, like being able to like tell you about into like professional gambling and like, you know, dudes who do like stat and like analytics. Like, I don't mm -hmm. know if you're familiar with um Bob Vugaris. He was the NBA's number one better. Now he works for the Dallas Mavericks. Like he's so good at the analytical side of betting. Mark right. Cuban straight hired him. Like, no, stop betting on basketball and work for the Mavericks. Like, right. that's how good he is at the shit. Billy Walters, he's in jail now, but he was the NFL's number one better at one point. So it's like things like that catch, catch a, catch interest, interest me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So shit like that. Okay. But uh, we on everything, man. YouTube, Podbean, Stitcher, Apple, Google, uh, the realest podcast ever, officialtrpe.com. Mm -hmm. All the merch is on there. Um, like I said, we just had our uh, <clears throat> live show. We did that with uh, you know, don't 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 call me white girl, mm -hmm. Mona. She be all on Instagram going, why you being weird to me? That shit to <laughs> oh, go yeah. right. Yeah, we did a show with her at the art gallery. He was there, but not really. I um, was high. Yeah, so he was I out. I don't of this. recall anything past the first eight minutes of the show. Yeah, head and lap high. Like it was oh. ridiculous. <laughs> but uh, we did a show with her. That joint was dope. We got our. Uh, Next live show coming up um, February 6th okay. um, at the Punchline. Tickets is like 70% already. We just locked down three liquor sponsorships for that. Mm, so, nice, um, nice. yeah, yeah, it's, it's rolling. We actually got a, a tour coming up. We're doing seven cities, D.C., Atlanta, Houston, Miami. Don't give me the line. It's three other ones. But we're basically doing that through the middle part of the year. And then we're doing T. Well, I guess it's going to be the bomb drop. We're doing TLA in the fall, which is a 550-seat arena in philly so wow. yeah you know it's, it's been a lot you know what i'm saying a lot going on we working shit we did three episodes yesterday before i left you know what wow. i'm saying so yeah more success man um appreciate it appreciate you for having me no, man. hey man like I, to be able to come down here and link up you know what i'm saying bf gonna have us in some sh shenanigans sooner or later <laughs> i'm with these two fools tonight so you know oh, shit. it's decent to come and do some work before <laughs> <laughs> get ridiculous right it's gonna get ridiculous i'm you know, doing ridiculous. family shit yeah. I'm watching football, oh, fellowshipping with the brothers, fellowshipping. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I'm watching football. After that, I'm going home to my family. Oh, fellowshipping uh, is crazy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Nothing crazy. But tomorrow, I will be courtside in Charlotte on the wood where it's all good, where, where I'm normally at. Where the other niggas know? don't be. I mean, I don't see them, but they be there. But uh, yeah, man, uh, I'm on the gram and um, Twitter and Snapchat, Hooligan Penrose, and I'm courtside on the wood where it's all good. Miss Sexy Voice, tell them where to find you. You can find me every Wednesday on the Unapologetically Posh uh, Facebook page with my castmates, the Very Necessary Podcast. Mm -hmm. um, we have a Gmail. We have IG. Just hit us up. Look us up. You'll find us. The three sixes. Three sixes. I love it. I love it. And again, y'all know where the fuck we at, man. The Kane is able podcast because I'm able to talk about the shit everybody else can't. Tune in. Great episode, guys. Thank you about it for coming. Thank you. Hope right to see y'all again okay. soon. I I might come to Philly. It can't be in the winter. It's too fucking cold. But summertime, I got you, B. Hey. Hey. And we out this motherfucker. Peace.